0: Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the
1: competition. All right. We are live. Hope everyone's doing well. We are rapidly approaching Q4. Christina, I remember when the start of the year, I remember still January 1st talking about all of our goals for
0: the year. Time yeah. High. And that fat business plan we've been implementing day by exactly. day.
1: Yeah, got to have a plan. Super important. Hey, welcome to the Executive Group Upgrades podcast. If you don't know us, we are Tim and Christina Madden, and we help those in corporate America find jobs they love, keep the job they love, get promoted at jobs they love, right, and continually hone in that leadership and development, which is needed so importantly because as you go to these different types of jobs with increased responsibility, right, you need tactics and strategies to be successful at that. And that's what we bring you every single week. Hey, we go live in the Executive Career Network, the fastest-growing career network on Facebook. 12,000 members now in the ECN that are directors, VPs, and executives. So if you are not a part of that community, we would love to have you. Uh, To our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, and of course, we stream to everywhere on the Internet, so you could be listening on iTunes or Spotify. Do us a favor. If you get any value out of today's podcast, hey, share this with a friend. Share this with a coworker, a business acquaintance, someone who needs to hear this information because it could be just what they need to have a massive shift in their career. Super excited, Christina. Before we get started, we had.
0: Well, we really. Guys, if you're listening in the ECN, I know you're there because I can see you watching. We get your messages. Sometimes we see comments and you like the posts, but also I have to encourage you guys to really be connecting with one another. Ask the questions that are on your mind every day in the group. I mean, if you cannot find a better free resource than that group there <laughs> for networking and to get your questions answered about your current job search, it's a free resource, guys. And in these groups, sometimes we forget to interact. Like we forget what's right at our fingertips. And I meant to say this along the way here on our podcast, but we know you're there. We know you know we get all these requests every day, but then I think people like freeze up and they don't want to interact and. Guys, you got to start interacting more with each other and us to get the information you need.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, this week has been a good week. We've already had eight offers come in, Christina, and it's only midday Wednesday. So, hey, if you're in ECU, if you're in one of our programs, obtaining your career, wish you the best of luck. And if you haven't wrapped up the offer yet, I know you're working with the team or myself, so congratulations to everyone who got offers. We're still only midweek, and um, go on and do great things. Hey, the other thing, super excited for this, Christina. We are, you know, this weekend, get to take members from the ECU team to go on a little mini vacay for a challenge we had, so I know we're super excited about that. We have some of our team in Sweden. Some of our team overseas and, and all, all over parts of America, so I'm super excited to see them um, this weekend as well. And lastly, before we get started, hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. So let's get started, Christina. Episode 96. This is a tough one for people. We were just talking about this last night because you had an event. You were speaking to entrepreneurs last night, right? And um, episode 96, sorry, Mastering Your Virtual Executive Presence, which let's just talk about that for a second. In today's society, technology in 2023 now, you are going to be on live events. You're going to be on Zoom. You're going to be on Teams. You're going to be on all of the other weird ones that I don't know about, right? You're going to be asked to speak and share your advice, right? How? Um, and that just made me think of, you last night, Christina.
0: Yeah. You know, when you, so when you think about this, i always goes back to mindset, right? So everybody, you know, they're, not everybody, but many people want to avoid this phenomenon of, you know, uh, massive virtual, you know, presence, or even maybe you have a limiting belief that you can't grow your career virtually, or you can't impact people virtually, or it's too hard to build a brand virtually. Um, but I really encourage anyone that has those beliefs. To start expanding, you know your knowledge. I guess that's why you're here today, right? How how can you do that? What's most important? What should you be looking out for? Um, but some things that you need to start thinking about is, hey, this is happening really, whether you like it or not. Okay, 2023. 20, yeah. Last night on that on that event, it's, it's super cool, right? You have a, you have a large reach from the comfort of your own office. We're going to get to some other things. You want to treat it as if it's in person. That's where the, what's most important. But uh, yeah check your thoughts. Like, what are you thinking about technology? Where do you feel you're limited? Um, you know, the average age of somebody that we work with is, um, I'm just going to say, you yeah, know, 55, even 65 years old, right? And a lot of people I meet are very resistant or scared of this change. And and I don't mean this in any in any kind of negative way. Uh, it's just it's just a different new time, right? And I don't want to see that resistance hold people back from new opportunity um, that actually makes life kind
1: yeah, and this is something, you know, so we're talking about your virtual presence, right? Just like me and Christina right now, we're, we're coming to you virtually. So think about all the times that this is going to happen for you, and then we'll kind of get into some of the content. But if you're going through the job search process right now, right, you're going to interview virtually, right? When you take over your team, you're probably going interact, to interact with your team virtually, interact with your boss virtually, present a pitch deck to the ceo virtually right so these are vital skills right
0: you're listening you're listening to us right now virtually you know when when i started mindset clinic with with our clients i'm like hey everybody i know you're here turn on those cameras let's get used to flipping those on because the interviews are virtual like let's practice being being present and and understanding how to be your most confident fluff on camera
1: so let's get into it hey Mastering your virtual presence as an executive does require a combination of skills and strategies, right? And specifically, awareness. Because you need to have skills, strategies, and awareness so that you can effectively convey your leadership qualities and maintain a strong professional image. That's what we're talking about. A strong professional image in the virtual environment. So here are some tips to help you advance, enhance, sorry, what you're already doing. So number one, I know you're kind of big on this, so I'll let you take
0: it. <laughs> I was super big on this. And you you know
1: our, surgery, our team about the way we dress, the way we present ourselves, right? And then you also talk about what's behind you. Because me, right? It's easy to see me, but it's easy to see what's behind me. And by the way, it drives me nuts. But do you see that picture that's crooked? I assure everyone. It's not crooked. It's the way the camera's pointing. Okay, it just looks crooked. So with that being said, I know Christina is big on that for, think of her as if you served in the military, the sergeant major, right? She's making sure everyone's in in the right uniform, has the right workplace setting, because otherwise, Christina, you already know, it gets distracting, right? Do you want to expand on on this a little bit? Because I know we get this question all the time, right? What should yeah. I dress? What should my backdrop be? How should I prepare for the interview? Right, you want to talk about that?
0: Yeah. Do I keep freezing up? I keep going to to respond. Oh, okay, good so to go. Apologize to any listeners that are hearing me overlap Tim as I go to tell you a little bit more about this. But uh, I personally spent some time with other business owners that actually took me on a deep dive of, of how just how it was already it was already important to me. I've always been somebody who cares about. Um, how I look and what my environment looks like. I have a whole interior design situation going on over at the house because I like the way I feel at home. It's about your environment and, and the way that you look because that impacts how you feel, how you show up. Uh, but to expand on that a little bit further, yeah, When you uh, think about this. When you're looking for a job, okay, I, one of the things that I would be looking at is what kind of office is this person in and do they care about what they look like, okay? Um, and then Think about how you want to steal on an interview. How confident do you want to feel? You have to start looking um, at your space and what you're wearing. I know I'm kind of repeating myself here, but I don't encourage these blurred backgrounds. I think it's kind of creepy. I think it's people kind of hiding something. I don't think it's professional. So that's just my opinion. And there's also been some research on that. You can look it up. Don't blur out your background. You want to just be very transparent and open uh, about your surroundings. Um, and then yeah, think about oh my gosh, okay. If I feel really great in that purple blazer and that pearl necklace, and I need to put on a little um, lipstick that day to feel great, do that. Um, and it's important what we see, right? So when I when I surround myself with my team, or I'm talking to somebody, I know what I see impacts my mood. So when I look at Tim, I want to see something great. So I'm like I'm like that's it. Everybody's in jackets. We're going to spruce up our office. And what happened when that happened? Everybody now raves about the culture. Revenue increased. Everybody just feels better. You can feel the energy on, on the meetings. And as far as kind of the techie side of it, um, you can get yourself a nice, for those of you watching on a live stream, um, you can get yourself a nice little lighting uh, situation, a ring light or a loom cube, I think this is called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you could play around with your Zoom filters a little bit. Get yourself position to feel as confident as you can because the outcome of the meeting matters right the outcome of the interview matters so you have to feel your best
1: and that's just whether you're it could be with your team as well right so it's I know we're talking about the job search but this matters outside of the job search as well because most of what you do is going to be in this virtual environment right so just like in in person interactions your appearance matters in the military, here's how we, you know, this is how we think in in the military. You can be the best at what you do. Meaning, you can have a high physical fitness assessment. You can be really in shape. You could know your job inside and out. But if you're showing up to a new unit per se and maybe your uniform just looks like it was crumpled, right? And you kind of put it on and it looks like a mess and it's all wrinkled, In the military, they see that as kind of unprofessional. So you're targeted already, right? Before you even get to explain yourself, talk to your team, et cetera. So how you look matters, right? And I know, I know, we're only sharing our opinions here. I know there's lots of tech companies, right? That allow people to just work in whatever they want, et cetera, right? But I will tell you from a consumer on this end, when we purchase products, Christina and I, if we're making large investments into the business, whether it's in, in any aspect, Christina is a stickler for if they didn't show up professionally, if they didn't communicate effectively, if they don't have a good, if their space isn't clean and not chaotic and stuff, she probably doesn't want to do business with them no matter how good the product or service is because it's like, hey, if people on the team can't even show up as a professional, right, and have like a clean professional setting, What do you think that says about your fulfillment inside your company? Or what do you think that says about you as a leader?
0: Or just how you are in life. So I hate to like, sometimes I'm like, man, I hate to be a stickler about that because some people have really great skill sets, but it's also just my, listen, my grandpa told me one time, don't ever date or marry a man with a messy car. On the inside, because it just says so much about a person's character. And I guess that just got drilled into me. It's just so true. So I married a military man thinking he made the bed in the morning. He does not make the bed in the morning. but
1: I, I did when it was required. Now, I'm trying to get out the door. So, hey, dress professionally, right? If you're a corporate leader and you're in a relaxed, remote environment, here's the deal. You can wear boxers if you want, if you're a guy. But I would think this is a minimum if I was in corporate America, regardless of what I did, if I was a director, VP, or an executive, I would at minimum wear this shirt and a jacket for everything. Because it just shows people, when you show up to a call like this, you just kind of see like, oh, he's a professional. And it's kind of weird because if you ever decide to potentially look at the products and services, by the way, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, right? You can connect with our enrollment team. We all wear this as well. We have our clients saying all the time, Christina, like you guys who are watching, we'll hop on clients with our enrollment team and we dress professionally, right? And we have clean backgrounds that are not distracting and we have decent lighting, right? And already when executives show up on their first call with us, Christina, you know what they say. They're like, oh, wow, wow. Sorry, I'm not dressed enough. I'm not this or or yeah. And we just start off with, hey, we are professionals, we know what we look like. We, we know we want to feel good and we know we need a clean space. Otherwise, it's going to distract you. So these are things really just like professionals do. So how are you going to get people to take you seriously if you're not dressing like a, a professional, if you're in some dim, dark room and you have a mess behind you?
0: And I think when this, when this huge opportunity of, of working remotely happens, especially after COVID, it was so easy to you know unintentionally get very lazy about this and think it doesn't matter um because we were working from the comfort of our own home but trust and believe me it really does matter um you know if you see there's even some reels and and probably some youtube content of me i don't know a year and a half to two years ago and you see me in a baseball hat and like a t-shirt because i wear those things frequently right but i look back and I think, oh my god Like,
1: I well, really, it was until our mentors who are some of the most successful in business said, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Right. And it's funny because we weren't even aware of it. Right. We were like, we're just dressed for work. They're lax. We're lax. They're like, no, you're a professional services company who helps people in their career. Like, this is important. So I don't want to spend too much time here. How you look is important on video. Okay. And number two, think about this. You're going on an interview trying to make 300, 400, 500, 600, 800, 900 K a year. And you're meeting with executives and you're not showing up like this. To me, that would be an immediate no go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in our organization, anyways. Right. So, uh,
0: even if they're not client facing, it's
1: so yeah. Yeah. And thank you, Tony. Appreciate that. There is research that shows how you dress impacts how you communicate and act. Thank you. The more casual you dress, the more casual your communication style cadence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, get yourself in your area right, right? Number two, just what Tony said, too. Confidence in body language, right? You have to maintain confident body language by sitting up straight, maintaining eye contact with the camera, and using hand gestures appropriately. Most importantly, avoid distracting habits like fidgeting, looking away from your camera, or playing with your phone. Now, with that being said, Christina talks about this a lot as well as she kind of be present, be present while we're here on this call. It's so easy. How many times have you been in corporate America where you've been on a one-on-one with your boss and he's like multitasking the whole time, multitasking on meetings, not paying attention and hey, I need to work on this area. I'm sorry, one on one, I'm typically pretty good, but with the team, I'm like taking notes and hey, let me check this. And I probably shouldn't be doing that, right? Because it, it comes off as like I'm not paying attention, right? When I'm literally like trying to keep notes and stuff. So, some of the best distractions to you are this thing right here. I you just it's real easy just to split up, put it down, leave it here. Because when you're with your team, when you're with your future employer, when you're with cross-functional teams, when you're with vendors, you probably want to be present in those meetings, right? But if you have screens full of stuff, distracted area, not looking good, phone out, it's beeping at me. Oh, I got to check these emails. Right? How do you think that's going to come across? I know we typically talk about interviewing, but say you're a team member. I have a one-on-one with my boss or my leader, right? And I feel like he or she does not paying attention. Probably not a good place, right?
0: And it's so easy to not even notice you're doing it. That that's why I used to flip the camera or the flip the phone over and put it to the side rule because that kind of triggers you to not flip it back over. And for example, like if you're involved in, like if you're one of our clients listening or you're involved in another coaching program or a mastermind or whatever, and you show up to get really great information and you're not even interviewing, oh my gosh, and, you know, I used to do this all the time. I'd be invested in a program, but come got care off, or I'm halfway listening and I'm looking at stuff, and you're just robbing yourself of great information, amazing opportunities. And this is so easy to do. I know it sounds so silly, guys, but like social media will just distract you.
1: Well, here's another thing. I know we're talking about virtual presence, right? But it's just as important as in person. Like me and Christina, we got some masterminds, well, some events planned with our mentors, different conferences, places we're speaking, etc. Hey, there's gonna be people there that, you know, are more successful than us in business, right? Business is big. How do we wanna show up to those events? Right. Think about this who are we trying to network and collaborate with do you think if we showed up like not looking good it's probably harder to build those relationships too okay so number three i'll take this one christina Tech. Familiar, familiarize yourself with the virtual meeting platforms teams and zoom primarily right and you also got webex right troubleshoot potential technical issues in advance to Avoid disruptions during important discussions. So we travel all the time. Sometimes there's updates that's required, new things, etc. Guys, I can't tell you how many directors, VPs, and executives that I meet with where we only have 30 minutes and for 10 minutes we're troubleshooting a video or an audio thing. Not very good. Do you want to get on with your potential employer, right, or your boss? Oh, sorry, I'm running late. I didn't update my stuff. I'm sorry, no, right? So already do a double check, okay? Because virtual environments are unpredictable. Be adaptable in handling technical glitches, changes in the agenda, or unexpected disruptions. Like for instance, I don't know someone whose internet does not go out. I don't care if you've got Comcast or Starlink or whoever, internet goes out, right? What's your plan if you lose internet? Here's my backup plan. I got a Wi-Fi hotspot on my phone. So if I ever lose signal, internet goes down, I know, hey, let me turn on my Wi-Fi. Let me connect to the computer. Hey, I'll be back on in two minutes. All right, contingencies, right? So make sure you know those platforms. You do not want to be late to, um, to a meeting because of a technical issue. Issue, Whether they're cross-functional teams, executives, your team, or an in interview, they're all drastically important, Okay. Christina, do you want to talk about consistency? And what I specifically mean is like maintaining consistency in your online presence. Things like the impact of just having your same picture on your Slack, your email, the company website, your social media, you know what I mean? The, the different stuff. Do you want to talk about why consistency is kind of key across different platforms?
0: Yeah, but first, before we hop on over to that, I wanted to also talk about empathy and connection. So I think a lot of you know people have this belief system that you can't you know, have this amazing human connection experience virtually, and we have to toss that belief system out the window because most of us, this is what we're left with, the virtual um, experience, okay? Tim always says, and I actually think it's John Maxwell, many communicate, few connect. What?
1: Everyone communicates, few connect.
0: I do excuse me everyone communicates you connect and so you can imagine as everyone is trying to navigate this virtual landscape people are probably struggling to connect right and so people are craving connection now more than ever so you have to position yourself to be asking great questions practicing empathy and getting really personally invested in people's you know personal professional financial goals Understanding, you know, like in an interview strategy, for example, that's what we teach our clients is is how to um, uncover the pain points and, and have a great interview, right? Because, because there is a barrier there because of that not being in front of each other, you now have an even more personal responsibility to be in a great place to communicate, practice empathy, and truly know how to connect with people through your spoken, you know, language. So I can't emphasize that enough. Um, as far as consistency, we're talking about branding with this. Okay. Your, your LinkedIn resume guys, listen, it took us 10, 12 years for this to really even hit home. So i I could preach it, preach it all day about this, but and maybe it'll hit somebody today and maybe next week, I don't know. Or maybe, you know, somebody listening to this podcast down the road, but if you're not promoting you, who is promoting you? Okay. This is your responsibility. You have to have, um, an awesome picture out there you have to be producing content you have to be in the algorithm just like you would back in the day if you were going knocking on doors or you were showing up at companies and taking your resume in the 90s whatever like you have to be doing that but now on your computer.
1: Yeah. so but most importantly with the consistency hey if you're working for a business or going after a job make sure you have a professional picture on your email professional picture on your linkedin if you're on slacker teams you have a professional picture there right next. Hey, time, time, time. Actually, first, let's go to a couple of questions. It was, um, for Jess said, Hey, is it okay to be overdressed than, than the interviewer? Absolutely. It's actually better. There's something called like a power status, right? Of like, when you show up to a meeting and you know, you look professional, I, I'm telling you, you have the edge. So again, this is my go-to interview. I wouldn't go too formal, right? I'm not going to wear a bow tie or a something I'd wear to a formal dinner. I'm excited, to. We're going to the Inc. 5000 dinner, right? But this is probably, like, good enough unless it's some higher-level banking thing where we know everyone wears ties or something like that, but it's completely okay. Yep, and I like what what, what what Thomas says. I dress up in a sports coat and dress shirt and pants. For any video call and being unemployed, I try to dress like I have an office shop every single day. Absolutely. Keep a good, solid office space and would love some advice. As to what's lacking or what I'm doing right. Well, hey, the good news is it sounds like your virtual presence is on point. But unfortunately, landing a job you love, that is one small point of many that you need, Tom, right? We need to know how how do I brand myself and position myself correctly? How can I get a hold of people that can actually hire me? What do I say to them? How do I convert those interviews to offers? How do I talk about money, right? Those are all of the things you know. It seems like you're doing absolutely well in the virtual presence thing. So, hey, good job there.
0: And, you know, uh, what I was going to say, for those of you that are unemployed, it's even easier to to sit near sweatpants and mope around and whatever. But again, one of the biggest life hacks you can do is to throw on something you feel decent in, even if you don't have interviews lined up. I, I tell Tim all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so, I got to go take a shower. I got to put my makeup on. I got to like get myself together. And he's like, you're putting on your armor. Like even on a Saturday, I'm like, I have to go reset, put some fresh clothes on whatever because I'm grumpy otherwise. I don't feel great about myself and nothing's getting done. And that's just the way it is. Maybe not everybody feels like that right now, but if you practice putting in place some things that you feel good, just watch how things get done. I mean, it's just different. It's a different interview.
1: Mm-hmm. Time management, specifically for your team while interviewing and interactions. Hey, respect people's time by starting and ending meetings punctually. This demonstrates professionalism. So, hey, I get it. As busy executives or directors, whichever, right? We are busy, right? But remember, right? This is why we have to prioritize our time. No one wants to... to show up to a meeting with their team or an interview, anything late, right? And we typically don't want to keep people late either. So sometimes this, right, you may need to rework like, how long do you need on this meeting? I'll tell you how we run meetings, right? As quickly as possible, and people will love you for it. Okay, we have a daily sync meeting with everyone in ECU. There's about 30 of us right now, and it's a 15-minute meeting. That typically lasts five minutes because it's like, hey, marketing, what important updates do you have? Sales, what important updates do you have? The different departments, what important updates do you have? Oh, okay, we're done. It's been six minutes. Hey, see you later, right? So how do you run your meetings, right? Are you giving yourself enough time? Are you showing up on time? Are you ending on time? Very, very important. Anything you want to add on that, Christina, or no? Or do you want to talk about empathy, and C- connection.
0: Well, I covered most of empathy and connection already. We just need, you know, you have to be in a place to to ask people, you know, questions that matter to them and their life and their day-to-day goals to stay connected with them. So just because you're on camera, please don't forget that that's another human being that has more going on than what you're just seeing and hearing. Um, and that's Emp- empathy and
1: connection. connection to that too hey, it's despite this virtual barrier it's kind of funny people always say like can we meet you know we i'd rather meet you in person or whichever i'm like i'm here right now right like i i can see you i can talk to you right like everything right so but with that being said despite this virtual barrier sometimes and this is primarily connecting with the with the team right like how can we do that emotionally how can we acknowledge their contributions Expressing empathy and show that you value their input.
0: Right? I read, I read in a book recently. Mm-hmm. What was it called? The, it was called, no, it is called The Method Management, The Method, The Methods of Management of Jesus. And uh, I was bob by, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't talk, by Bob briner I'm sure you know who he is. Uh, but one of the things that, that it talked about, and it's all in, in alignment with scripture, but um, brag often and publicly. So if you're on these meetings, make sure you're bragging about people and you're highlighting their wins and doing as much as you can to make people feel seen and heard and appreciated. Uh, this is one of, one of the best things you can possibly do for your team. Um, and then again, ask great questions about their goals, family, you guys well
1: (laughs) yeah we won't get too much into this right because this is could, could be its own section right for sure and we we talked about how to meet with your team and do the talk about the professional personal financial goals that is extremely important but to that christina something that we can dig into a little bit is talk about engaging people while you're on zoom you're really good at that too right ensuring people have the opportunity to like contribute during a meeting and making sure maybe we're calling on some of those quieter team members or clients to share their thoughts and ideas. I know you do that a lot, right?
0: Guys, hey, listen, sometimes it takes, sometimes you guys might be like even nervous, right? Like even I get nervous. Tim Tim was talking about the uh, speaking engagement last night. I still get a little nervous. At one point, um, you know, last year, I could even feel myself like, like even shaking a little bit. Like my mentor tells me like just because you're, you're scared doesn't mean you can't do it. Like do it scared. And if you're feeling physical sensations of, you know, shaking or having a response to fear, like that's okay. It, actually, let me slow down here because this may happen to many of you on an interview, okay? Or before an interview. So if you're getting ready to log on virtually and you've got an interview you're super excited about and you start feeling yourself like physically feeling fear and anxiety, I've got to tell you like you have to normalize this for yourself and tell yourself, this is my body having a physical reaction to something that would make somebody nervous. It doesn't mean the other person can see the shaking. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be able to communicate clearly and and likely it will impact the conversation at all. Okay, so let yourself, you know, feel those things that start to happen when you're, you know, getting ready to log on camera and do something you've never done before. With that being said, I got a little off track here, um, but- what was we, what were we even talking about before? Oh, the fear of getting people engaged, right? So if you're, let's say you're on a team meeting and you've got like 20, 30 people there, it's your responsibility to find some ways to get these people engaged. You are the leader, right? So whether that's, Hey guys, flip your camera on, start using your zoom reaction button, raise your hand. Can we get a celebrate drop the hearts in there? I mean, I know it sounds really cheesy Play some music in the background until everybody's logged on. Find some things that fit the
1: call. The only way in it, I'm sorry. This this is the only way in a virtual environment, right? Like these are th- this is what you're limited to, right, Christina? Why some people may think it's silly, etc. It's truly the only way to engage people on these meetings, right?
0: I want people excited, and I want them to listen to me. So yeah, I you know I want them to interact. So. Uh, find some things that fit into the culture at your company, of course. It, you, know, you may not be able to throw a big party like I do every time when I start one. I, I don't know what your limitations might be, but look up some tools and resources. Maybe you're highlighting one win from that week. Um, there's a number of things you guys can do here, but please do make it your personal responsibility to keep others engaged in this virtual
1: uh, experience. Two two more things real quick. Number one, follow-up. Hey, If you're doing longer meetings, and they're like your quarterly meetings, your monthly meetings, etc. Hey, have someone take notes, right? Or yourself, somebody send follow-up emails after meeting to summarize some of those key points, action items, decisions, right? This just reinforces your leadership and your commitment to make sure everyone's on the same page, okay? Last thing, seek feedback from other successful people in business, whether they're a trusted colleague, mentor, friend, etc., on your virtual presence, right? So- You know, it's not silly to hop on Zoom with a buddy of mine and say, Hey man, can you just see that this looks okay? Right? How do you think this looks? How do you think I look? Do you got any recommendations for me? Hey, maybe do something, brighten it up, something, right? So think about this. Maybe just get a second opinion on how your virtual presence is, right? Maybe ask a team member, ask your boss, ask a, a friend who's in business. Hey, take a picture, take a screenshot of your virtual image, comment it below. I'll give you a score one through 10. I don't know, right? But um, hey, seek feedback from other people. These, what I have learned, well, I think me and Christina have recently learned in life. It's probably going to take you many more years to learn because it seems like the simpler the concept with the most radical freaking change in your life are the things that are so freaking easy to learn, hard to implement. And what happens is, when you take for granted how you look, how bright it is, what this is, and everything else we said here, we can all agree that most of what we said is common sense. Nothing's earth-shattering, right? Let's kind of recap, right? So your dress and appearance, back here, your confidence, and your body language, being prepared before the meetings having your tech set up right consistency amongst your online profiles time management encouraging people to participate seeking feedback everything we mentioned here is this any life-shattering potential information
0: it's yeah. funny I was just talking about this last night when I came I we were I streamed live from at the office we went downtown here but when I got home it was just so funny because I said, you know, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, once you've become an offer and you've made the Inc. 5,000 and you've built a company of this size and you have a team of this size you have the child at the dream home and the cars and you think you're going to be talking about something just so, I don't know, quote unquote special or uh, different or amazing or just something. You think you're going to be unlocking all these secrets and just life changing whatever. But just to Tim's point, it's always the fundamentals. So for an entire hour last night, You can look up Legacy Entrepreneurs, pretty cool group, Legacy Mike, uh, if you want to see the live event, Um, but he does some cool events and he's a very inspirational guy, but yeah.
1: Well, I want to make sure we, we come back for a sec too, guys. So what we were talking about.
0: Fundamentals.
1: Yeah. So back to just wrapping up the fundamentals, right? Is we recently got mentors, you know, last year. And when we were trying to work on things to do better here at Executive Core Upgrades from people vastly more experienced than, than us in business, right? They basically, you know, we worked together for six months and we got this big book, which Christina brought up. If you look through this 372-page book, most of the concept in there are, let's just say, common sense. Or if we didn't know it, that makes sense, right? However, when you add... In this series, when you add nine or ten common sense things that you may be overlooking, simply just doing them will radically make you a better leader, etc., etc., etc. And it's the same with us. When we got this big book and we said, hey, all this stuff kind of makes sense. Yeah, we're going to do it. Would you know that after we've implemented that plan, We're now serving three or four times the amount of clients we've been able to hire. We've been able to do all of these things simply from the fundamentals. So I want you, and then I'll get Christina's impact or perspective on it. I want you to do this. What do you know you should be doing, which you aren't? And you really got to figure out why that is, right? Because most of it is fundamentals, Two more quick stories. Look at Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Trained every day for decades, right? What did they always start training with every time they started? The fundamentals. They would start with chess passes, dribbling with their left, dribbling with their right, right? Fundamentals, right? So ensure you know these fundamentals and you're implying, you know, incorporating all of them because one you know making sure you're looking good etc right but when you really line all these up together it does have drastic impacts all right christina sorry about that
0: and if you could not get excited about what he just said this part will get you excited 99 percent of people will not do these fundamental things so guess what
1: if, Huge opportunity. That's if, why I tell people it's so easy to win. It's so easy.
0: If so if you can do these things, think about the advantage of how you're going to stand out. So if we already know and we've uncovered that 99% of people are blurring out their backgrounds and they didn't take time to look and feel great, guess what you do? And that alone is going to give you the upper hand on an interview. So just think about this alone. Okay, if you took one or two of these things, just remember 99% of people aren't doing it so you're already winning like Tim said so um if if you need something to get excited about is like okay the fact that I'm going to take control of everything we just talked about I'm going to be in the top one percent of people um you know interacting in the virtual space so it's truth
1: each day right your goal is to be one percent better and if you just learned today hey you know what I know Tim and Christina talked about a lot of great stuff that i could be implementing but if you only do one of those today hey you you learned something today congratulations maybe it's you know what i'm gonna rearrange my office a little bit make it more presentable maybe put some awards on the walls maybe just one painting and you know i'm gonna make it a point to look you know a little more professional on my meetings that's a huge win if you implement something so simple just one new thing a day in literally no time you're literally turning into a completely different right. Any closing comments, Christina?
0: Man, we covered a lot of ground. I feel like this could be broken down into like two more.
1: All all of these can be subsections,
0: especially like the the confidence part, guys. Um, You know, be asking yourself after this episode, like, am I truly confident on camera? Because if you're not, I can tell you that you're going to you're going to bomb these interviews. Right. So yeah, asking myself, am I am I confident? Do I feel good? And if not, which one of these things can I start doing immediately? And uh, we'll start we'll start talking about this a little bit more, guys. This is something that we've actually never talked about or almost I mean, that might have been something similar, but um lot this specifically. So I'm excited about this topic and uh, thanks for joining us. And if you want to be on one of our mindset calls, I've got one coming up in 20 minutes. Be sure to go over and book a team with the, you know, book a call with our team so we can talk about this. More,
1: you're exactly. And if you listen to this long and you're not in one of the ECU programs, hey, we have created um, one more thing too. Uh, of course, number one, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, book a free career consultation with our team. Number two, hey, if you are preparing for a virtual interview, we just actually created a virtual interview outline tool which goes step-by-step on the things you need to be thinking about. Not really specific to the interview, but specific with your environment, right? Like all the things we just mentioned here, we have kind of a little cheat sheet. So if you want that cheat sheet, just email me at tim at execupgrades.com and I'll send you the cheat sheet. I wish you the best of luck. Until next week, have a great day, everyone. Bye.